Science Pilot. What I might say to my younger self in this instance would be turn the reverb down. Yeah, that's that's better. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Hey, and welcome to What I Might Say, the podcast where I give my younger self some advice, and they give me some back. Even though they know very little, I don't know that much either. <laughs> Maybe we can help each other out. And this is a moment in my career which I would consider probably my first big success. It was really um, an exciting uni project. It was really cool because obviously you did your normal thing, you handed it in, you got a mark and away you went. But this, the stakes were a little bit higher. Um, so what it was, was you got someone's piece of music they gave you to listen to, and then they said, right, you're going to remix it. You've got all the um, multi-track there, everything you possibly need to cut up and splice and recreate and reinterpret this song. And if yours is really good, we're actually going to release it on a record label and get it professionally mastered as well. And I was like, wow, that is one cool prize. Uh, the funny thing is, is I've never really made a piece of music like this before. They were really abstract electronic tracks, not like what I usually play, which was, you know, maybe Pink Floyd covers on my guitar, um, or at the time was a lot of Mac DeMarco. Uh, this was really sort of ambient, experimental, maybe a bit gritty electronic music that we had to pick between and what we're going to remix. And I was like, well, none of these songs are anything like what I normally listen to. I have to really work hard here to interpret something out of them. And it was, it was tough. The one I picked was a song called Cupid's Empty House by an artist named Rue, R-E-W. And... I remember thinking, I don't even know what time signature this is in. There isn't like a specific melody. There's a lot of moving parts. It was one of the most complicated pieces of music I'd heard in a long time. And I probably thought that way because I was trying to figure out the inner workings of it and listening to it in a very critical way of what I'm going to do to it. And it was pretty overwhelming. I was very daunted and... I definitely felt like I was out of my depth. But alas, you've got to keep going. You've got to do something. And, you know, that's the funnest way to do a project is, you know, just do it and see what happens. Because usually, whether it's good or bad, whether you like it or not, you're going to get to the end of it because you've got no choice but to start it, work on it and finish it. And something is going to happen in that process that you're going to give to someone. So I guess um, what, I'd re what I'm really keen to do is actually do a bit of a, a listen with you because there's a lot of different things going on here with a young wannabe electronic <laughs> artist by the name of Ethan here. Um, so let's have a bit of a listen. Because I'd heard a lot of the other stuff from this record label and I heard in this track a lot of really abstract art. I was like, well, what can I do that is so far removed from what I usually do, which is play nice, pleasant stuff in rhythm. So I got these um, bits and I isolated them and stretched them out and sort of made them 
out of tune with each other and just try to make this really washy, unsettling intro. That's really boomy and low. I like that. It's almost like, um, I think I remember visualising something like I was at the bottom of the ocean and a whale was coming past or something is where I took my brain in that place. And you can hear it fade out here where I've gone, oh, that's sort of where that idea died. And then I was like, oh, okay. Um, I don't know what to do next. I've got to, I, this can't just be a 30 second song. I've got to do, I've got to do something. So what's the next thing? And I kept looking at the track for inspiration and I did find a bit of a melodic passage and something that I could do that, you know, made sense in my mind. So I simplified the beat. I took the harmonic structure of it and just made it super simple. Now it's small enough that I have control over it. You see what I mean? I put so much reverb on it because I was so, I guess I was self-conscious and I was Oh, probably not self-conscious, but quite protective of the idea that I'd made. I didn't want to... It felt really fragile. There wasn't a whole lot going on. If I added too much, it would detract from it, if that makes sense. So when I went to the next bit, it was only a very small thing that I added. Just a small sine wave playing that little melody, and that's, that's really all I wanted to do to change it until I added the next small thing. Same thing, it's just another small little synthesizer. And again, I got stuck <laughs> about here. I felt like I'd spent too long listening to this idea. I wasn't sure if I could keep it going. I definitely felt self-conscious sitting in an idea for too long and I felt like I wasn't adding enough to it to keep the song there. So I went, all right, that idea's done now. And the next thing I thought was to just make it abstract again, maybe make it more dissonant, more edgy, make it sound a bit scarier. And now I kind of laugh at this because, look, it might have been part of the assignment, but I remember it being something I was a bit self-conscious about. And that was, by this point, the song was two and a half minutes long. And I had this feeling in my head that, a song can't be two and a half minutes, that's too short. It has to be three or more. That's the only way I'm going to prove myself as a musician. Whether or not that was the criteria, I um, felt very strongly about that for a long time, is that this, it has to be three minutes or else it's, it's not, it doesn't count. <laughs> so I was at the 2.30 mark here. I was like, well, I'm not sure what to add to this idea. I need another 30 seconds. What's... What else can I do to interpret this song? And I just started playing around with some drums and playing around with the voice samples again. And I just made this really light conclusion to the song, I guess. And there we go. Like I, I stuck it through. I finished the song. It was over three minutes long. It had four completely different sections and ideas in it. And I said, right, I don't, I can't do anything else to this. I feel like this is where I can get it to. So I finished it and um, I was still in this really competitive mode. Man, I really want that record thing. 
I really want to be the one that is in that top tier with this. But I also kind of knew that, you know, there's people out there that make electronic music in my class. There's people that probably had a better idea and executed it better. So I was like, well, I'm not going to get my hopes up because, you know, it's just, it, it probably won't happen. And then about a year went by. And of course, by a year, I was thinking, well, obviously, that just sort of happened in the background. <laughs> and, you know, whoever got it, got it great. But then I was in another class and one of the tutors was the guy who ran the record label. And he goes, oh, yours was really nice. I really liked yours. And eventually it turned out that I had made the cut. I was one of, I believe, four people to have had their song professionally mastered and released on a record label. And I was absolutely stoked. I couldn't believe it because I went through a bit of self-doubt. I have I felt like I juggled too many ideas, but I knew that I was still confident that I executed them how I wanted. And when I found out that that was something that was going to be shared with a lot of people, I was like, that that's so cool. Thanks heaps. So that's like one of my huge wins from uni that I'm super proud of. Um, of course, having said that, while that young fella's jumping up and down celebrating, I am going to say, right, come here. I've got some <laughs> some words of advice for you. And I guess the first one would be, don't be afraid of an idea. I listen to a lot of uh, I listen to a lot of electronic music in hindsight now, and you listen to tracks where they'll go on for maybe four or five minutes on the same idea. It'll loop, it'll repeat, and you'll sit in the groove and it feels really good. And they'll just evolve it slightly over time. You feel comfortable there. You, that's, that's an okay place to be if you're still making it interesting. I guess I was feeling like, oh, I've spent too long on this idea. I can't, I can't have it sit here anymore. It's going to sound boring. I feel like if I had have gotten over that apprehension, I might have been able to sit in it a bit longer or find a way to make sitting in the same groove for a longer period of time more comfortable as a listener. I think that's something I would have loved to see myself achieve then is not feel so anxious about trying to get to the next thing. Feel like you can sit in it and let it breathe and and have it be a part of you for a, for a, more than a moment. <laughs> and the other thing would be to just listen to more. I always say this about myself when I was younger. I didn't listen to enough music. I didn't listen to, I didn't expand my horizons. I didn't go and listen to artists that were making music like this. I didn't go out and try and find inspiration outside of what the assignment was because I feel like I would have... Um, I would have had a broader understanding of what I could do to this and had a bit more of a palette for it. And I don't know, I just, the idea of being expressing art in that way and learning from other ideas and, and, and thinking outside of the box is something I, I could have done a lot earlier. That's also advice for myself as well as past it. Just listen to more music and you probably won't get as stuck in situations like that. And you know, you'll find that this isn't just a job. This is a great opportunity to make some art. And what better place to learn how to do that than, than from other people who have done it exceptionally well. But that young fella has some amazing advice to give me, I think, and that is um, 
don't always make what you think is right. What I find really amazing about this person who hasn't done a whole lot of sound production work yet, hasn't made a whole lot of music yet, especially in the electronic space, their mindset wasn't, oh, I'm going to make something that I'm comfortable with. I'm thinking, what kind of stuff have I heard on this record label, you know, on first glance? And, you know, the first things that came to my mind were abstract and experimental. And I was like, well, if I want to try and get on a label like that, I need to make something experimental. I need to make something a bit edgier. So that's what I had in mind. Like what, how can I move in a direction that is going to get a result that I want? So present Ethan, take note. It's really, I think, important to get out of your own head a bit and think of another perspective you can take a project on from because I think I would have never made something like that if I was thinking about just what I wanted to make or what I thought was cool. I was trying to think what another perspective might see as interesting or complicated or, you know, see a side of myself that I'd never seen before. And that's um, something I'm really keen to do a lot more of moving forward. But back to future, Ethan, I had a bit of a dig (laughs) at, uh, you know, the amount of reverb in this track. I sort of saw it as something as maybe someone who was a bit inexperienced, but it's quite pretty. And if you listen to the the last little bit of reverb there, that's really nice. All right, you can turn it back up. There we go. (laughs) Just for a bit, though. Well, thanks again for listening. Feel free to follow and leave a review. Obviously, I think this is pretty therapeutic for me, but if you get something out of it, then great. I hope that is going to be the case in the future as well because I'd love to get some guests on, hear about some other awesome, you know, successes or or setbacks from the past. But for now, we'll wrap it up and we'll see you next time. Thanks.